here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent and your host for the Dharmic Evolution. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. It is Turkey Day. It's football day. It's all of the traditional Thanksgiving things that we've incorporated into our lives all these years. And um, I wanted to just uh, share with you guys some of the things I've been just going through and wanted to talk about, um, including um, dysfunctional family functions. (laughs) Does anybody have any dysfunction in their families around Thanksgiving? Um, You hear about these stories every year about like, oh, no. You know, Uncle Freddie's coming over and you know how he gets every every year, you know. He starts drinking even before dinner. It's almost like scent of a woman when um, Al Pacino ends up going to his brother's house. <laughs> and it's a disaster. Hoo-hoo-ah! Yeah. So I, I'm sure everyone has one or two of those stories. Uh, surfing through a lot of things here about Thanksgiving. And I started off by checking out, you know, how the whole thing got started with the Indians and then I was surfing about Christopher Columbus and his journey and how, you know, I discovered that, you know, he was not a good guy at all. I mean, he just went and uh, completely raped and pillaged the uh, Caribbean islands out of all of their gold and, you know, took a bunch of hostages, like slaves back to King Ferdinand. And, um, you know, he was not the guy I thought he was. And he left his brother in charge while he brought the, the slaves back. And he was no better either. He was like setting the place on fire and killing people. And so uh, I, I, was, I, was very, I was very brought down by <laughs> spending time on the Internet and seeing how, you know, it's that, you know, we all have these images that get conjured up in our mind about, you know, it was a very, very pleasant thing. We all sat down with the Indians and had a nice feast and yeah, that may have happened um, a couple of maybe small gatherings, but for the most part, you know, once the Europeans landed, which I throw myself in there with that too, because I'm an American and it's like, I, I see what happened to the American Indians. And, you know, basically after, I don't know how many years, probably less than a hundred years, they, the, the entire population was pretty much gone in the northeastern part of the United States, which is now the United States, due to um, overpopulation, disease, wars, killing them. Um, You know, they had nowhere else to go, and most of them just ended up, you know, being annihilated. So that was not a fun uh, thing to, to scroll through. So I wanted to talk about places to spend Thanksgiving, um... And this, I'm just going to go through this list, which I thought was kind of uh, kind of interesting. 20 places to spend Thanksgiving. And, you know, it starts with, you'll be grateful you don't have to cook, that's for sure. And this is obvi- obviously a list for people with very um, well-to-do checkbooks and who can afford to have this kind of lifestyle. So first one on the list is the Sagamore Resort. It's in the Adirondacks in New York State. And uh, this is a really beautiful place. I've actually been here 
Uh, read you a little description. Holding court for over a century on picturesque Lake George in the Adirondacks, the 133-year-old Sagamore Resort offers guests a Donald Ross-designed 18-hole golf course, hiking, tennis, and spa, as well as fishing, swimming during the summers. The resort kicks off a long weekend with a family movie night and campfire with s'mores on Thanksgiving Eve. On the big day, guests can watch the Macy's Parade in the rec center or football at the pub, enjoy a holiday movie marathon, and then sit down to Thanksgiving dinner at La Bella Vita or a Thanksgiving buffet in the ballroom. The day after Thanksgiving, the resort has a gingerbread housemaking, a mini golf invitational, and a tree lighting with Santa and Mrs. Claus, including hot cocoa and hot toddies. You better be prim and proper for this uh, extravaganza. (laughs) It's in Bolton Landing, New York, and uh, it is a beautiful area up there. I love the Adirondacks. been going there for years. Next one is Congress Hall in Cape May, New Jersey. Now, I know somebody very special to me that loves Cape May, New Jersey. America's oldest seaside resort opened in 1816 and celebrating its 200th anniversary this year. Congress Hall offers seasonal activities like gingerbread house building and a hosts a special Thanksgiving buffet. Wow, this gingerbread uh, building thing is, is pretty hot around Thanksgiving. I had no idea. They also offer a sit-down meal at its Blue Pig Tavern. For the long Thanksgiving weekend, guests can have breakfast with Santa, enjoy a live theatrical performance of It's a Wonderful Life during dinner, and take in carolers over a cup of hot cocoa during the Winter Wonderland concert series. And that's at Congress Place, Cape May, New Jersey. And now it is time to head out west to Park City, Utah. Yeah, we're going to Montage Deer Valley. They offer a slew of family-focused events over Thanksgiving weekend. Taking part in flag football on the Grand Lawn? Learn archery at the resort's annual turkey-themed turkey shoot lesson. Enjoy a Thanksgiving buffet at Apex Restaurant. And cap it off with a family photo overlooking the Wasatch Mountains to celebrate the lead-up Christmas Offerings include cookie decorating classes, holiday mug decorating, again here is the gingerbread house unveiling, and their fifth annual Christmas tree lighting on the Saturday after Thanksgiving, including live entertainment, holiday cookies, and a gourmet hot chocolate. But what about the ones who don't have the means to go to places like that? Ones who are stuck in soup kitchens or on the street or sleeping in airports, sleeping on subways. People who have been lost, the downtrodden, the homeless shelters, the streets and the prisons. Perhaps this Thanksgiving, you should open up your Depression Fighter's Manual and uh, go to strategy number three and get out and help somebody. Yeah, it might, be, um, it might be a good idea, especially if you are one of these people who struggle around holidays. 
that is the best uh, recipe for recovering oneself that I can think of. Um, you'll forget about your own pain immediately and just go out and help somebody out, do something for somebody. So I'm just trying to encourage people this Thanksgiving to maybe look up uh, your local mission in your town, if there is one or, or a town nearby you, and see if you can go help them out or drop something off, maybe drop off some dessert or some food. And um, the reason I, I bring this to your attention is there's a guy named Tony Robbins. Many of you have heard of Tony. He's been a thought leader and a, and a professional coach and has built these massive businesses and very, very successful. And he started, he, first of all, he shared this story many, many years ago when I first heard about Tony about um, he was a young boy at home, a single mom, and they had no money. They were like, it was Thanksgiving, and they had, they had nothing. They had no food in the house or anything. And this guy just showed up at the door with a whole Thanksgiving meal, like the turkey, the trimmings, all the stuff, the dessert, everything. And it made such an impact on him that he never forgot it. And now he kind of does the same thing every year. However, he's not going with just one turkey. I don't know. You know, he's built such a massive uh, business with what he was doing. And he got into, I don't know, it was like hundreds of thousands of, uh, of uh, turkey dinners every Thanksgiving that he was contributing. And now he's, um, he's partnered up. He's, he's kind of has this collaboration or this strategic alliance uh, with Feeding America to help end hunger. And I'm just on this webpage, and the the name of the business or the organization is called what you know is Feeding America. So what is Feeding America? Well, it's a nationwide food network of banks that aims to eliminate food insecurity by helping people or communities that don't have enough food. Um, and then, according to the USDA, there are more than 37 million people in the United States who struggle with hunger. And we're one of the richest countries in the world, so it's shocking that millions of Americas, Americans may not know where they will find their next meal. Um, it's crazy. And I, I put up this chart here I was looking at earlier, um, and it shows like where people are hungry. And I went through this whole, just about every state here, and it's really, really shocking. I mean, California has 5,401,000 people who are food insecure. And there's 113, almost 114,000 people who experience homelessness in California. Um, New York, let's see what New York is. New York has 2,672,000 people who are food insecure. And over 80,000 people experience homelessness. But if you go to every other state in the union, pretty much, I think with the, like even Mississippi has the lowest, I believe, um, amount of people that are food insecure, which is well over half a million. And 2,200 people experience homelessness. And that's the lowest state in the union. So I don't know what happened to us, but it's just, I'm clicking through all of these. And no matter where you go, Minnesota, 568,000 people are food insecure. 8,300 people experience homelessness. 
Uh, let's see, North Dakota, 60,000 people are food insecure. Almost 1,300 people experience homelessness. In North Dakota, where you wouldn't think almost 75,000 people are food insecure. In Wyoming, you know, you think these states are like, you know, it's, it's the home of the wild and, you know, it's beautiful out there and so forth. Let's see, New Mexico, let's check this one out. 358,000 people are food insecure in New Mexico. 2,700 people experience homelessness. Uh, and it's just, it's the same in every state, no matter which state you click on. I haven't seen one like Illinois. Uh, 1.7 million people are food insecure. Over 13,000 people experience homelessness. And my old state of New Jersey, where I used to live, over a million people are food insecure and 11,600 people experience homelessness. And that's really not too bad for the population of New Jersey. I say it's not bad, but there's a million people who are food insecure. So what happened to us? What happened to us? So my Thanksgiving thing turned into, you know, I hoodwinked you. You thought I was going to talk all about fancy places and nice places, but we're talking about things that are, um, you know, we can't constantly wait for government programs to kick in. So I think um, I'm just trying to raise awareness to say that you can do something special, not only on just Thanksgiving Day, but during the week or like one day a week, you can bring food to a homeless center, you can... uh, Stop by, visit with somebody, see if see if there's a family that needs a little help. You know, even just a little bit of something goes a long way. And getting back to, you know, Tony Robbins, it started with one meal that someone gave him. And then he, at one point, said he was going to pay back and gave a meal to somebody else. And then I think he started doing this like every single year. Uh, bringing meals to people and now now it's gotten like it's gotten like huge so the last blog post I saw of him he was like um here it is Tony Robbins one billion meals challenge with feeding America so this is what he's trying to do since 2015 Tony Robbins has collaborated with feeding America creating the one billion meals challenge to maximize the number of meals made accessible to those in need And then he tells the story about what I was saying earlier. I didn't know that was in here, but um, he tells the exact story of the Thanksgiving meal that somebody showed up at his house with. So, you know, I think this is such a powerful story because if you you take that one idea and you boil it down to it, the idea in its infancy, and it was him saying, I want to repay somebody for what they did but that wasn't enough, you know, because Tony Robbins does things in a big way. And I think if we all hitchhike on that idea a little bit, and it's if everyone just does a little bit in their little tiny part of the world, their town, their city, their community. Um, and I know a lot of people do this already. So, you know, I've been getting involved with this sort of thing. And, and you know, it says in the Bible, you, you keep these things when you do something um, you don't do it for your own glorification. You're doing it to help others. So the reason I'm bringing it to people's attention is if more people get uh, inspired from a guy like Tony Robbins to go out and say, 
hey, I could go up to uh, the town hall. I could go to the mission. I could find out where there are people who just don't have resources. And maybe I could bring them a little bit of food or I could stop by. Um, There's something in Morristown, New Jersey. I think you can buy, you can feed somebody for like $2.95 or something at the um, Market Street Mission in Morristown. There's a place right down the street from me here outside of Nashville uh, called The Ark, after Noah's Ark. And they welcome anything you have. Um, just bring it by. They're, they're glad to see you, and they're glad to uh, take it off your hands. And that could be, you know, food. It could be clothing. It could be um, Amazon screwed up and gave me, a, gave me two coffee pots. I tried to send it back. They said, you know what? We don't want it. You can keep it. So I'm, I'm going to bring that over to them. And I just went through all my closets. I'm bringing all that over to them. And I've already been there once to give them, I was going to throw out these bed rails for a, for a queen size bed that I didn't need. And, uh, they said, no, no, we, you know what? Somebody can use those. And I said, they're in good shape. Let me bring them over. So, you know, it's just thinking out of the box a little bit. If you got coats or something, somebody could use that stuff. So I'm just trying to, let's change Thanksgiving a little bit. We could still enjoy the traditional holiday meal, the company, the friendships, the family. But how about we incorporate the people who don't have, um, incorporate them into your day or you know that Thanksgiving holiday season. Just make an effort to put it on your calendar. It's, it doesn't take much. Next time you're in the store, buy an extra apple pie or two or three <laughs> and uh, drop them off somewhere. Yeah, grassroots things really work. So if we could just change the dynamic of holidays a little bit and start to include more and more of the people who are suffering and don't have resources, don't have enough food or don't have shelter, um, I think we can do it, you know, one at a time, because if everybody's pitching in, it just makes it so much easier. want to talk a little bit about um, Dr. Scott Geller, Professor Scott Geller. He, was, uh, he is a um, Virginia Tech University alumni professor, been there a long time, and I had the pleasure of interviewing Scott on uh, DE-168. You can go back and listen to that whole thing. We talked about the shootings at Virginia Tech, we talked about a whole lot of things, what the students are doing, what they're thinking about. We talked about psychology, and it was a really fascinating um, episode. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because uh, after getting to know Scott and about his brand, Actively Caring for People, um, my songwriting partner, Archbishop now, Christine Mercy Johnson, and myself wrote a branded song for Scott's brand, the Actively Caring for People movement. So it just reminded me of Thanksgiving and how we should be doing these things, not just on holidays, but like all the time. We should be caring for the people out there who just are suffering and just don't have enough. So I want you to, if you if you get the time, go back and listen to that episode DE 168, and you'll find out all about the actively caring brand, the actively caring for people brand, and how we came to write this song uh, for his brand and what it does for people. Why would I be bringing up Professor Scott Geller and his song, Here to Share and Care? 
Well, it kind of um, it kind of highlights today's episode of what do we do at Thanksgiving? We give thanks. And again, just to circle back to if you're having a difficult time because so many people do get you know depressed and upset on the holidays, especially if they're by themselves, don't forget about my depression manual. And don't forget that article number three or strategy number three is about helping people. You gotta help somebody and you will feel better. So if you could incorporate that, that would be just amazing. So for Thanksgiving, I am heading north. Uh, I am going to be heading up to the um, Lake Placid area. Yes, indeed, uh, for Thanksgiving. So I go up every, every November. I end up in the Adirondacks, and I kind of love it. I love the mountains. I actually love the cold when I'm up there. I don't want to be in the cold all the time, but when I am there, it's just amazing. So... Um, we're going to play this song for you guys now. This is called Here to Share and Care. Before we do, though, if you have not yet got, had a chance to check out my Depression Fighters manual, it's on my Facebook page, James Kevin O'Connor Music. And there's a link there. Just click it, and you, it'll download the book for you. And you can send it to somebody who is struggling. If there is somebody depressed that you know about who needs this, please send it to them. Put a smile on their face especially for Thanksgiving Day. Let them be happy. And for all you singer-songwriters, artists, authors, speakers, thought leaders, anybody who's creative, you can go and put your content up on the uh, Dharmic Evolution Facebook community page so the people around the world will support you. Would also like to invite you to come by and check out the Dharmic Evolution uh, website and check out all the artists and uh, authors, speakers, thought leaders that we've had on the show uh, for this past entire year. It's been an amazing year of talent up there. And I'm going to do some special things in December and do some best of series. Um, you know, I'm still working the title out, what, what I'm going to call it. But there's been so many great songs, some great writers, singers, authors, the books that have come out. It's going to be really hard. So it, I think I might just call it a highlight reel because it can't be, I don't want to say best of because there's just too much talent to say one is better over another in any capacity. So um, that will be coming out and um, I'm excited to, to share that with you guys through the month of December. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials, I'll see you from the stage, a happy Thanksgiving, and let's all recognize that we're here to share and care. Just sown the seed to help someone in need. We all love 
Yeah. 